Blog Talk Radio. to the Frontier Beyond Fear. I'm Susan Larison Dans, and today is Saturday, December 9th, 2023, and I am once again coming to you live and spontaneously as this show airs every Saturday live at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. And you can learn all about this show at FrontierBeyondFear.com, and the show is also on multiple syndicates as a podcast, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. So welcome to those of you listening live today, and also to those of you listening across time. Um, I wanted to start the show briefly by explaining something that happened last week. Um, so that I demystify it a little bit. Right before the show last week, I received a notification, and I didn't quite know what to make of it, and I didn't quite explain it exactly because I wasn't quite sure what was happening, and I will tell you what it was. I received a note that I had a package delivery, and it was... um, It had a name and address associated with it nearby and then in parentheses, Secret Santa. And I wasn't sure what was happening because I hadn't joined a Secret Santa program. And for those of you who um, are not familiar, in fact, I had to familiarize myself just to make sure I remembered how these programs work. And if you're in another part of the world, a secret Santa program at Christmas time here in the U.S., I don't know if it happens anywhere else, can be set up among a predetermined circle of people where they gift each other with um, surprise gifts. And you don't the the thing I did realize, having having looked at it, um, which probably actually I'm realizing right now, is you don't generally know who the person is sending you the gifts. So if this had been a secret Santa, the person was identified, and actually it was in reverse, where they may have just sent it to an address in this community. And the reason why I responded to it in a particular way is, Um, If it was going out to random and not predetermined people, what's expected, and this is, you know, this might have been a slight variation on the idea because you have the person's address, is that you're supposed to gift the person back or you're supposed to give a gift in the circle. And my comment at the time was um, there is no denying 
because of um, all the higher costs, the higher um, cost of living, and insurance is going up, and so many different things um, that um, people are um, struggling right now um, in the United States, and certainly in my immediate area, it's really clear. In fact, um, I even was told not too long ago that people are moving out of state to, to lower-cost places. It's so so challenging for people. And so out of empathy, I felt that um, having the expectation of a gift, even when receiving um, who knows what gift, if you really needed it or not, um, is is projecting that everybody's doing okay. Now, if you just are sending a gift, you know, nowadays, um, you know, it's not such a good idea to, to send random packages places. There are plenty of programs for that. Well, it turned out it was none of these things. And I could have done this show upon projection, although one of the reasons I didn't know, I didn't know what it was before the last show. And it was just something that had not been addressed correctly to me. And it turns out there was another package, and it turned out it took a while. They tried to deliver it to me again. I finally got it all straightened out, and it got to the right person, who was apparently taking part in one of these secret Santa gifting circles. But this person was not projecting to anyone else. Now, I will say that there are so often um, times when we make assumptions about friends, like, let's all go out to dinner. Well, do you know that your friend can easily handle that? You know, restaurant prices have just skyrocketed, even for the most simple meals. Um, you know, there's been this thing in the news about how, you know, fast food, um, McDonald's has gone way up and how much a Big Mac meal is or, you know, I'm, I'm not necessarily recommending that, but um, just that, that there are, you know, places that used to be considered very inexpensive that you could just go out for a casual meal with friends. And if you go to a nicer place, you're in for quite a large price. And and I know that I remind you of this often, but it's so important that we have empathy and not be in a space of um, denying people their authentic experience, that they are going through a challenging time. And by denying that, that really undermines trust. And um, we have a lot of problems with trust right now. Um, where things are glossed over, and it doesn't serve us well. Um, this actually flows into, in a rather indirect way, the purpose of my show today. And in fact, I said that word purpose because, as I've also noted recently, and this will become much more clear to my audience soon, um, a tremendous opportunity has unfolded before me, and it continues to grow. And part of this opportunity does involve really, once again, over and beyond my show here, which is really just very gently, gently nurturing my purpose. Um, this is a significant way to once again step up um, in a more um, visible fashion into my greater purpose. 
And I was thinking this morning, especially since it does have to do with, um, you know, really talking about are we being honest with ourselves? And, you know, um, it has to do with the scientific community, how much dishonesty there is, how much, um, you know, we're not exploring areas that we need to be exploring, that we're not really interested in, in exploring the true nature of reality that we have a materialistic fundamentalism, which is a good way to put it. Um, and in fact, I, I thought of that a couple of weeks ago as a good way of expressing it, or materialistic intolerance, that, um, the, that science only must be um, mechanistic and only must pursue those things and not even look at things in the spiritual world or in many other ways. We're not looking expansively at ways that are actually going to be much more healthy for um, humanity and the earth going forward. And that far too often um, we come up with, you know, something that's not so good, you know, it's proposed as a solution. And it's just like, you know, the, the, there's a phrase in um, in the English language, those of you who, again, I recognize there are people listening in other parts of the world. It's called out of the frying pan into the fire, so to speak. What it means is you're down one road that maybe isn't going so good, and um, then you jump on another one, but you haven't been honest about what that road is and what its detriments are, and it's no better. It's no better. Now, I don't want to... Um, characterize us as being in that dire of a situation because this is a show about fear but we do have challenges ahead of us and we are experiencing challenges and the way we work with our fears and with the solutions that help us to get out of those challenges where we really take it to the next level and that could include innovation that could include you know whatever we are inspired to do the inspiration that we're led to share like i am led to share on this show um when we are called to work within our greater purpose, we are often called at the same time to work with our fears. We may ask the question, okay, um, there's this, this opportunity, you know, um, and maybe there are other blockages or challenges that seem to block this path that's ahead of us. And we need to look beyond those and trust that when synchronicities come together that are so remarkable, taking us onto our higher path, and maybe we followed it at some point, and then we had to kind of um, more gently follow, and then time comes around, and it's time for us to, to turn up the volume so to speak, once again on what we're called to do and to develop it in a greater way. Sometimes it can also involve, um, you know, um, whenever whenever we're um, collaborating, you know, clarifying what together we are seeking and, and working together. And we're all going to come with a unique goal and a unique perspective um, in terms of what we are, are specific 
specifically focused on when we're working with a group of people. And we may not fully understand all, but I'm sure that we don't fully understand all the other different ways that people are contributing. And um, so it involves really keeping that greater goal in mind of we are working towards a better uh, future, one of honesty and love and honest spirituality. And there can be multiple spiritual paths working towards this. And how do we find our way truly forward instead of all the the various dysfunctional ways, including the dysfunctional ways that are being proposed that often um, are not going to solve some of the issues we face. In fact, may take us in the opposite direction or in, in as equally challenging a direct direction, only in a different way. Um, thus, that kind of unusual um, phrase that sometimes we use um, um, in that I've heard growing up for many years. So I want to encourage you when you are seeing synchronicities guiding you down a path, when things are coming together, have the courage to listen. Your fears will distract you at times. And um, fear can come to us in different ways. It's normal when um, you are maybe going a little outside your comfort zone or exploring in some new way. Um, Ask to really take it up a notch. I use a wonderful example um, many years ago when I was working with this festival where I volunteered in my community um, one day, and it was actually a really unusual weekend where there were a number of um, personal challenges that ended up going on that weekend, too, that were unexpected. But at the very same time, um, the MC of our large stage, which was quite a large stage, I mean, you basically, I've described it as talking to the entire town, and that's really how it felt, because this microphone would go out way out into a giant crowd of people, um, thousands of people. And our MC um, had to leave. He had a personal emergency, and he had to leave. And I remember this was a nonprofit that ran this event, and the president said, okay, who thinks they can you know, go up to the stage? And I said, I can do it. Because at that time, I had already been speaking on um, often on radio, not just here, but on um, broadcast radio going out to all of Portland and beyond. Um, can't quite yet. By then, it was national, too. Um, I was a regular voice on, on a local show that, that became national, and it, it would go out to Sirius XM and different places, and, um, and I... I knew that I could do it, even though this was um, a different kind of a challenge. And I remember then when the the stairs were ahead of me to get up to this big stage, um, I I had some, okay, you know, this is a little bit different. Are you sure you could do it? And yes, yes, I knew that I could. 
And sure enough, with a little bit of coaching, because it was a giant mic, you have different types of microphones on stages like that. Um, and the, the sound people were telling me, you know, you know, exactly how to work with them and the mic. And um, it turned out to be one of the most wonderful experiences of my life that I came to love. And after that, for years, I would be the MC on this stage and even and on a second stage that we had there and I'd speak in other ways and it was wonderful but it did take some trust and some working with my fears when that opportunity suddenly showed up the same goes for whenever you're on um, national radio it doesn't happen to me so much here although I do know that because of this opportunity coming up this audience is broadening and I see that that affects my awareness a little bit knowing that some of you are coming from the future to hear these podcasts um, but all I can be is my authentic spontaneous self which is who I am when I come to this show um, yes I think about ways that it might expand again I We'll just take that a step at a time because it does, um, it, it's really helpful to me and I know to those of you who regularly listen here and to the new listeners, welcome across time, to have this opportunity to really express my authentic thoughts. Um, it's, it's a really wonderful co-creative endeavor um, because I know it, it helps you, and it also helps me to be here and just express myself. Um, so what I was going to say is when you go on a bigger show that, you know, you're thinking, okay, you know, you've done it a, a few times or several times. Every time, you know, you have to just just be yourself, and you'll always feel you know, as you're waiting to go on, I suppose unless you host it like every night, maybe then you don't. Um, of course, you're gonna gonna fear or feel some fear, not exactly fear. Um, you know, just like anybody stepping up to the stage. What I do, in what I always used to do, and I sense more of this is coming now, um, where national radio or international is coming. Um, is you when you're in the space of a spiritual voice, when you are sharing from your spiritual heart, then you put your trust in the omnipresent divine and you just um, say, yes, you know, I know that this is happening. Um, you know, you can ask for guidance if you like. Um, you can say, okay, um, be with me. I know you are with me omnipresent divine we're inseparable from the omnipresent divine help me to use my voice for that greater purpose which goes beyond um, just my own position within it through my own particular talents and skills and life experience it then becomes a part of that greater purpose, which is what purpose is, of the omnipresent divine. And so we and then you will find that you surprise yourself that so many times I would listen after I had been on or I could feel the energy of it while I was on 
this highly visible show, or even in person when I used to talk at at these um, UFO festival events. And um, for quite a while, I would be on and live in front of an audience and even on a panel or whatever it might be, and on the radio at the same time nationally. Um, And yet, and yet, when you're in the space of your purpose and in that space of trust it flows you will be in the space of the flow I have a creative endeavor coming up that just showed up that I realized I was called to do um, because ideas were coming to me I have worked on um, a movie project in the past and I'm not sure exactly what this is going to be. This is a project that's been a long time in the making, but new things started to come to me um, that were important and how to share it based on my own experience. And so that's coming up. So sometimes it may not be something quite as um, demanding right in the moment where you're stepping up to a microphone and you need to, to, you know, right then and there be present. It can also be allowing your creativity to flow, whether you're an artist or a writer. Whatever your purpose is, and it can be a gentle purpose. How many times have I spoken of how I was guided to be home with my child and I really did have to step away for um for quite a while, it kind of ramped up a little, and then I had to step away again from a really successful career. But I brought that career within the engineering and um, communications engineering realm, ultimately. Um, I brought that career to its ultimate fruition, really any dream I might have had, um, especially at the very end, but even through the years. Um, any dream I may have had for that particular area, I felt that was it was accomplished. But only in retrospect did I really see that. Even so, with all my heart, I knew that I needed to be home with my child. And I still worked at home. And yes, I ended up volunteering. And it was a wonderful thing. It, it wasn't even really... At the time, it, it was a choice, but it, did, it was so overwhelming that this is what I needed to do. It didn't even feel like a choice. It was what I needed to do. And that can be the case in your purpose when you feel it. You know, maybe it is a job of some kind or working for some organization, and it's just so powerful, so powerful, or something creative you're called to do or some service work you're called to do, or yes, within your family. There are so many different ways you can be called, but when you are called, you can really feel the power of it. It has an energy and a flow all its own. And your fears, they'll show up sometimes, especially when you're really, you know, you're really taking it to the next level in your work, for example. Sure, your fear's going to show up. And what you do is you realize that fear is normal, that stage fright, if you want to call it, um, is, um, you know, some of that 
is perfectly normal, but it's usually not just that. That's kind of over. I know a lot of people have that. Um, I have found in my case it has less to do with that just to really want to accomplish the purpose of whatever stage I'm stepping up to. That, to me, is um, how it comes across for me. Not so much, um, you know, because I've spoken to people so much in my life, it's gotten easier to do that. Although, you know, sure, it always has to do with will you do this as effectively as possible? Because in this spiritual work, you really do feel that you are serving the purposes of the omnipresent divine. And truthfully, even in our more, more modest work, whatever that may be, or our life, we're always serving the purposes and co-creating with the omnipresent divine. And there's nothing more reassuring and uplifting and helping us to love ourselves than to feel that connection. And I put on the te- the show today on Blog Talk Radio the tags empathy and compassion because we are called to have empathy and compassion for ourselves as we go through this process of stepping into a greater purpose and how that process unfolds. And we're called to have that same empathy and compassion and supportiveness for others. Um, I had a something happened to me when I was young where um, I was young and I was at a piano recital and I was playing at the time for me a rather di- difficult piece and I didn't consider myself and was not the best um, piano student. I really had to work at it but this piece I had practiced and practiced and practiced and when the time came to play the piece, I started to play it, and I've told this story before, but it really is relevant. And then I just froze because I forgot. I forgot where I was. And so, and the whole audience froze with me. I mean, when something like that happens, you're not being judged by the, you are being supported by that audience unless you know i suppose like if you were a kid and you're doing a school assembly sometimes kids can be unfriendly to one another but generally everybody is rooting for you at that point and so what i did although i couldn't really feel that in the moment although i can guarantee everybody was i just restarted the piece and i played it all the way through and it went great Um, That didn't always happen for me when I would be at piano recitals. I had some other ones where it didn't go as well, but I never had an example where I just stopped and the whole audience was there just sending me all the support that you could imagine. Um, Sometimes you don't even know that. In fact, I don't think I really knew that at the time. I was, you know, I was very young. I must have been, um, I don't know, maybe... um, I might have been 10 or 11, and so this experience stays with me. You know, this live show has gone by so fast this time uh, because I see we only have a couple minutes left of the live show, and this time I will be reading a passage, and I guess it's going to go into the podcast. Well, that's fine. I trust the flow of this program, Um, but I do want to acknowledge those of you who have been listening live today, I want to thank Blog Talk Radio for featuring this show 
while it was live. Oh, I see that they've got it in the number one featured slot for live and upcoming shows and under live spirituality, and I so appreciate it. That, to me, I don't even know that, although anymore I don't look till the end, it seems. Um, but um, that is the support that I know is there for um, getting this message out, my authentic voice, sharing my journey in hopes that it will help you with yours. That's all we can do often is is share what we have to say from our own authentic experience, even when we are facing, but especially when we're facing different challenges and working with our fear. So um, again, to the live audience, FrontierBeyondFear.com is the site. I'm a little behind. I have to update the last show, and I'll get this one out there too. And I'm highlighting some old interviews that are really um, quite powerful. Um, And I expect I'll continue to enhance that site, even though I have added some recent enhancements. And, yes, there will be something I'll be announcing very soon um, that is very exciting, and you'll see what I have been talking about, that things are are really moving in a greater direction aligned with my purpose. And I trust and welcome that because I will do my part, and that's what I encourage you to do. What is your talent? What is your opportunity? Um, even if you um, see some blockages here and there, just really focus on what that opportunity is so that you can do what you feel is your part in our world. And together, we really can make a difference. That is not a cliche. And we really do need to be honest. So thank you so much, live audience. Now to those of you who are listening across time, I do want to read, as I've promised, and I've read it before, but as you know that we do a little repetition on this show. This one I haven't read in a little while, but it aligns. And it's been wanting to be read for a couple of weeks now. This is from Walden by Henry David Thoreau, who lived 1817 to 1862. We must learn to reawaken and keep ourselves awake, not by mechanical aids, but by an infinite expectation of the dawn, which does not forsake us in our soundest sleep. I know of no more encouraging fact than the unquestionable ability of man to elevate his life by a a conscious endeavor. It is something to be able to paint a particular picture or to carve a statue and so to make a few objects beautiful. But it is far more glorious to carve and paint the very atmosphere and medium through which we look, which morally we can do. To affect the quality of the day, that is the highest of arts. Every man is tasked to make his life, even in the details, worthy of the contemplation of his most most elevated and critical hour. 
If we refused or rather used up such paltry information as we get, the oracles would distinctly inform us how this might be done. I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life and see if I could not learn what it had to teach and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live. That was not life. Living is so dear. Nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life to live so sturdily and Spartan-like as to put to rout all that was not life, to cut a broad swath and shave close, to drive life into a corner and reduce it to its lowest terms. And if it proved to be mean, why then to get the whole and genuine meanness of it and publish its meanness to the world, or if it were sublime, to know it by experience and be able to give a true account of it in my next excursion. For most men, it appears to me, are in a strange uncertainty about it, whether it is of the devil or of God, and have somewhat hastily concluded that is the chief end of man here to glorify God and enjoy him forever. That is from Walden by Henry David Thoreau. Of course, it is written in the time that it was written and in the words of that time. So we draw from it that which inspires and uplifts us in our current time. Um, When we are aware of the omnipresent divine, We aim to work in alignment with what we came here to do in service to the omnipresent divine and to um, those around us. It may just be a gentle circle. It may be a broader circle, what it is we are called to do. Sometimes our life quiets, even intentionally. In fact, that's what happened here, and yet... Henry David Thoreau knew that he would write about his experiences. So this was a creative act, even as living um, through it, because it's a diary of what happened day to day. Um, While he was living through it, he could not foresee how his words would travel, um, and yet they did. So I do want to encourage you. Um, Another word, to live mindfully, to live heartfully, to listen and to feel. Those synchronicities will guide you. Maybe you are in kind of a gentle lull, and there's nothing that expansive that you're called to do. Maybe your life will always be a very gentle thing. You know, there are so many people who have written or have done other works of creativity who in their own life it wasn't known at all. And yet later, people come to know it. So you never know where your creative endeavors will ultimately go. But 
whatever it is, I will tell you, and I should have tagged the show with authenticity and probably will afterwards, um, when we are called to do something within the space of our authentic selves and also honor the authenticity of others, if it's a collaborative effort, you know, maybe no no two people are the same. You know, each of us bring different knowledge bases and different skills to the table. So, um, but we can do our best to be as authentic as we can be and encourage them to do the same. And together, when we are in service to uh, the omnipresent divine, to growing the love in this world and to to growing the opportunity to live in a joyful, peaceful way where we um, we really truly do send out as a beacon um, how important and life changing spirituality is, and we don't allow it to be mocked and diminished or dismissed. Um, and we need to have courage when we are doing so because there are those who, um, they don't just not believe in it. They say that it's our belief. Well, it it may be our belief, how we interpret what we see, but what we see, the evidence of what we see is not belief. It is actually science. It is actually studying the nature of reality, and we observe things that cannot be explained by the strictly materialistic paradigm. So our authenticity matters, and whatever your purpose is, I encourage you to, to listen, to see As the path takes shape in front of you, you will be amazed at how you are supported. Even as you are being supported, there will be times when you are called to trust. That's the human experience. And I'm traveling that path right along with you. So, stay tuned. For what's coming next, Um, there will come a time not too far away where I will share it and you'll understand. Um, And who knows what's coming after that. I hope that the same can happen for you in your own way. Take care, everyone. I should be here next Saturday. Again, um, I know this is in the podcast, depending on when you're listening, but this show airs live and spontaneously every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. See you next time. 